everyone. Welcome back to the Young Adult Podcast here at Harbor Point Church. We're back with episode five of our podcast. It's been amazing to be able to do this and continue to do this even in this time of just having to stay home and be quarantined. And so um, we're back again on Zoom. I know the audio might not be the best quality. I know the image might not be the best quality, but at the same time, we're going to just keep on doing this. It's been fantastic. And so we love your feedback. So please keep on talking to us about this. And yeah, uh, today we're here talking about outreach with two amazing people that work at our church within outreach. We have Rob Fernandez and Micah Wilson. So um, we're excited to be able to talk to you guys today. So thanks for coming out for this. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, uh, I've never done a Zoom this is actually my first Zoom meeting oh, wow. <laughs> ever, because we've been on Google Meetup, and uh, so first time using Zoom, but excited to talk to whoever's listening and to you guys about outreach. Uh, right now, more than ever, um, we have an opportunity to love people really well, and in loving people really well, um, to share Jesus, and so, yeah, yeah, I'm glad to be talking about it. Yeah, we're super excited that you guys could join us today, and I know you guys have been doing a lot during this time. I know that, of course, a lot of us are quarantined, but at the same time, you guys are doing a lot of work within this quarantine um, to really love our community well. So that's been really great to hear, and uh, we'll hear more about that soon. But um, again, so thanks for coming on today, um, and you know, why don't we get into this? Um, so you guys both have been um, working at, at our church within the outreach ministry for just under a year, um, and I would love to know, how did you guys even get a passion for outreach to begin with? Why don't you start, Mike? Me? Yeah. Yeah, um, I think my my first experience with the church was actually outreach. I started going to church in college, and I kept landing on these weekends that were talking about how to be there for the community and how to do missions and things like that. And so for a while, I actually got myself into this mode of where I thought that's what church was. Mm -hmm. Like, I thought it was almost all outreach, right. and I just fell in love with it. Like, I fell in love with having friends in different cultures. I fell in love with um, getting to meet people in my own community that I wouldn't have otherwise met. And it just, it drew me into a greater sense of family, I think. And I just latched on. And then obviously God, God made moves in my own life to where I was able to turn it into a job. And, um, and then Rob and I became friends and now we work together. So it's right. been a really cool journey to see um, how God's moved in it. And then also just um, to see how he's honored the thing that I loved and the thing that I, knew was for me how he's um, taking care of me in that. So I'm, I'm just happy we get to make a life out of doing this with people. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love how that, that all sort of came together within college. Of course, right. you know, like, like you said, like it kind of started with outreach and doing outreach and just loving the community well during that time, making friends within that. Um, I love that. And that's, that's even part of my story a little bit too. So it's very cool to be able to hear about that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Rob, how about you? Yeah. Um, I mean, my kind of journey with outreach started in the early 20s for me. I was probably about 22 um, where I started going like to church again. And, and really like for the first, I grew up Catholic, but um, for the first time I started attending a Protestant Christian church, um, similar to, to who we are as, as Harbor Point. I mean, I had the same kind of worship and messaging and right. feel. Um, and so at 22 years old, I started volunteering in outreach. Um, and the outreach pastor of this church in Cyprus um, said, hey, I want to mentor you. And, and um, he started bringing me on different Mexico trips and having me lead Bible studies while we were there and just really investing in me. And so my first experience 
as a new believer, because I really been following Jesus in 22, was um, there was a, a really large outreach experience for me. I right away associated following Jesus with um, serving other people. Like those things were hand in hand immediately for me. And so my outreach pastor at the time said, hey, you really should consider what it would look like to, to work in vocational ministry. Um, and so when my wife and I were getting married, I was probably, I was about 26 and I had to make a choice to go get like a corporate job and I was doing real estate and it was, it was fine. Um, or take an opportunity at Mariner's church in Irvine. And I took the opportunity at Mariner's Irvine and my first outreach job was working in Santa Ana with kids in a, a community that it was either gang life or this lighthouse community center. And so, um, you know, I, I'm really grateful that the beginning of my journey in faith was anchored in outreach. Those two were just nope. for a lot of years. And then I felt like God was calling me back into outreach. Um, but it's, it's been an incredible journey this past year to kind of step back into that. Yeah. Um, and obviously with Micah, we've been friends for a while. We went to Israel together before we ever knew we would be working together. But right. I knew I got to hire somebody. Uh, she was one of the first people I thought of. That's super awesome. Yeah. yeah. Both of you guys started off entering into something that, of course, you guys didn't know what would that would look like, but it turned into being this amazing experience of just loving people well. And, of course, a lot of great things came from that. And so it's awesome to hear both of your guys' stories. Um, and, of course, for all of you young adults that are listening out here, you know, they're both young adults starting off into this as well. And so if this is something that you – um, are encouraged by or you know would love to talk to more about you know Rob and Mike are both two great people that you can definitely talk to whenever you need or whenever you think that you might want to get into this and so a great great things that uh, they both did so um, thanks again for sharing those things guys that's awesome um, and one more thing before we continue on of course there's a little bit of skipping yeah. that you might hear during all this um, so that's just zoom I'm sorry this is the best we can do right now of course we'd love to meet in person but you know, this is just kind of the things that happen. So if you see skipping, so sorry about that, but we're just going to continue on anyway. So, um, well, awesome. So thanks for sharing that guys. Um, so with, when it comes to outreach, I think we, we tend to get this idea that outreach is only global. You know, when we think of, you know, missions and stuff like that, we think, oh, we need to go across the world to go to a certain place to love on people that are poor or needy and stuff like that. But we also get the sense that we, we totally miss the people around us. There's a lot of things happening around us in our own communities that um, need just as much love, if not even more. You know, there are people struggling, especially right now within this time of quarantine where, you know, not many people are working, not many people are able to get the food that isn't uh, necessary for them right now. And so, um, you know, first off, I would just lo love to know what both local and global um, missions and outreach look to you guys. I'd love to hear your guys' take on that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's what's fun about working with Micah. She has such a clearly a global driven vision for the way that God has called her. Um, you know, I and I really I love both. And, and that's true for her, too. But um, I really like and and live in the most of my calling when I'm serving our local community. Right. Um, and so we've been super complimentary. So I'll speak a little bit into the local side. And then if Micah, you're willing to speak into global that'd be great um yeah i think it's fair when people think of missions they think of going across the world um you know obviously jesus reminds us that our our neighbors are both our literal neighbors in our community and our and our brothers and sisters across the the, the different continents of the world and so 
uh, um, we are called to show the love of Christ to, to all people. And so when it comes to local, um, you know, I, I think for us in California, if you, you know, if you live here and, and are connected here, um, you can see a, you know, we, we are incredibly wealthy in, in terms of our com comparatively to the rest of the world. Um, and yet we still have pockets of, of um, people that are under-resourced. Um, you know, I don't like to use the word poverty necessarily, because I, I think um, poverty describes a lack of hope. Um, and there are plenty of people that have a lack of material resources, but still have plenty of hope. Um, and so maybe they've experienced being under-resourced um, materially, but they still have a ton of hope. And so locally, um, we have those pockets of communities that are under-resourced. And so to be able to work in those communities, one, you know, one of the big words that drives me when it comes to outreach is empowerment. I think God has empowered us by his Holy Spirit to empower others, one, to experience the, the everlasting hope that's found in Jesus, but also through practical needs to care for somebody holistically um, is really important for outreach as we look to empower communities. And so one of those ways is with education or food security. Um, and so um, obviously I, I think the way that we get to love well and to show the love of Jesus is to meet people where they are in their communities and find ways to empower them one, to be able to see the hope of God in their life, but also to know that God has empowered them to then empower other people. So it's right. this beautiful cycle that God has invited us into. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. I love that you shared that, you know, uh, you know, our, our, our mission is not to only just love others, but is also to serve others, you know? Yeah. And so getting this opportunity to do this in our own community, you know, it's, it's amazing to see because of course we, we might tend to overlook, and especially in the, the county that we live in, where, like you said, like you said, it's, it's very wealthy. You know, we, we might not tend to think of the, our own community as somewhere where there are people majorly in need still, you know? And so it's great that we, we're able to serve our own community like that. Um, so that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Micah, would you like to talk about global missions? Yeah. I mean, I, like Rob said, I, I have such a heart for the world and kind mm -hmm. of what you're saying. My, I feel like the greatest dream that God has placed on my heart is just how we are all one people and we are all one church and so my desire is always to unite us in whatever ways that I can and, and bring us together um, because the Bible talks about how we're all image bearers of Christ and we if we see each person that we come across as an image bearer in different cultures in different countries then in reality we're we're getting to see another side of God and so by going to Kenya and by going to Haiti and some of the places I've been to, I've gotten to experience the love of Jesus so strongly. And I've gotten to experience just the other side of God's face that I might not have seen in my typical environment. Right. Um, it's been, it's been a true blessing to see just, I mean, we get in this mentality sometimes when it comes to global missions of um, as, as the Western church that we can go in and we can be a blessing and, and we can help and we can, do all those kinds of things. But the biggest shift for me is that, um, and it, it almost sounds a little bit selfish, but I've gone into these countries where I have been immeasurably blessed by what I've learned and by what I've seen and by um, just the people. And so global missions to me is, is yes, it's being able to meet, help meet resources and partner, um, partner with our partners in other, in other nations, but mostly just to partner with what God is doing 
he'll fulfill the mission regardless of if we're there or not because right. he's a good God and he's a big God. Um, but to be able to step into what he's doing with our friends in the world, I just think we learn so much from each other and it is um, something I'll pursue for the rest of my life, but also something that I'll, I'll never give up because I, I just see so much beauty in it. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I, I love that, you know, we only see one, one side of, you know, who, who we serve, the God that we serve. We only get to see one side because, you know, there's so many other places around the world that are also serving God and also loving on God and worshiping him. And so, you know, while I've only ever been to Mexico on a missions trip, um, and I would love to eventually be able to go to other countries around the world to do missions trips, you know, I, I have been able to be, be a part of worship in different languages. And there's something that is so beautiful about that, being able to worship in a different language, even though you might not fully understand, it's still awesome to see other people worshiping in their native language. Because of course, we sometimes get in our head that our God is just the God of the United States, which is horribly not true. Our God is a God of the entire world. And so being able to see, you know, other people worshiping in their native languages is just something so beautiful to be able to be a part of. And so I, I love that you said that. Um, that's, that's really awesome. So I, I appreciate you sharing that. Um, well, awesome. So I hope that gives you guys a better sense of what both the local and global missions look like. Um, and right now we are currently in this, this time of, like I said earlier, we're in quarantine and there's a lot of people that are currently struggling right now. Um, and our church has been privileged to be able to um, continue to serve in this time. Um, and so I would love to hear from you guys what, what's currently happening right now. Um, and what you guys are currently um, doing to love our community and serve right now. Yeah. Um, you know, when you say what you guys are doing, outreach ultimately is the church of volunteers. Mm -hmm. I mean, while Mike and I have the privilege to organize events and kind of put some structure to things, at the end of the day, if it wasn't for our church stepping up and saying, hey, we're going to fill in. And, and so, I mean, we, we would not be able to do anything. And so um, I am so grateful to work for a church that is filled with people that are willing to serve sacrificially. And I think right now for someone to say, hey, I'm going to go serve, it is sacrificial because the world is saying, you know, they're giving you a pass to stay home and, and to not leave your house at all for any reason. And it's, it's, that could be an easy excuse to say, well, I've been given permission to, to not love others in this yeah. way. And there are people, I think if you have like underlying health issues or if you're older than 65, it, it probably is wise to stay at home and you can serve in different ways from home. Um, but for everyone else that has the ability to serve and are, they, they are stepping up in a huge way. And so some of the ways that we're doing that as a church um, are through partnerships. So um, I think for us as a strategy, we're like, who's doing this work in our community already and has structures in place to be able to serve our community the most? efficiently and, and, and quickly. And right. so we identify those partners and one of, you know, OC Sheriff's Department um, is one of them. Family Assistance Ministries in San Clemente, a food like they distribute food to people in need, they're one of them. Red Cross has become one of them as we looked for um, creating, uh, hosting blood drives on our, at our church. Um, Meals on Wheels, which delivers food to elderly that are right. shut in. Um, gosh, uh, what else, Mike? Am I thinking? Am I missing anything else? Mills on wheels. You're doing great. Oh, great! Uh, oh, in the city of San Juan. So senior services. So through these partnerships, people have been able to go distribute food and and sort food, uh, donate food and supplies here at our church. Um, Meals on wheels has been really cool. Like to pick up food from the 
the center and, and literally go to these people's homes, leave it on their porch because we're also trying to protect the people we serve. So we have to do it responsibly and safely. And so in order to do that, it's creating social distance, wearing gloves and masks and all that. But um, our church has been amazing. And I think for young adults that are listening, one of the things that really unlocked my faith at a young age at 22 was choosing to serve other people. I think, and Mike kind of touched on this, like the things that God reveals to us as we are serving other people, because ultimately we know that we're serving, we're serving Christ himself when we do these things. Um, God begins to unveil to us new and, and deeper parts of our faith that we didn't even know were there. And so if you're a young adult that's listening, reach out to me, reach out to Micah. We'll help get you set up to begin to serve and let God unveil these newer parts of your faith that maybe you haven't even begun to uncover yet. It's an incredible, beautiful process. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Like, um, you know, a lot of, some of you guys have started to serve. Of course, I've seen a lot of our young adults already start to get into that process of wanting to serve and wanting to do things. Um, but there's also still a few of you out there that are sitting there on your computer, just hanging out at home all day, doing nothing. This is a perfect opportunity for you guys to step out of your comfort zone and start to love others right now. You guys are at the age range where, especially, you know, in this, this time of sickness, of course, we don't want to risk your health or anything like that. But you guys are also going to be the healthiest people to do so right now. And so, you know, this is a perfect opportunity for you guys to, again, step out of your comfort zone and start to love others in our community that really need it most right now. Um, so yeah, that's, that's awesome, Rob. I'm glad you said that. Um, I would also love to hear about some of the other things, even outside of this, this current situation of, of um, how we're serving the community. You guys have also done different things too, um, but I, even before this whole quarantine thing started, you guys were also doing some incredible things to love our community well too. I'd love to hear more about that. Go for it, Micah. Yeah, I think um, Rob kind of touched on it in service a, a, few, a few weeks ago, but it was, incredible to see just we started planning outreach weekend six months ago and we had this expectation of um things that we wanted to highlight that we were already doing but then obviously this came in and, yeah. and that plans a little bit and so we were just met in such a beautiful way by god of how we could um like how we could be there for our community right now and i think he's invited us into such a space of like looking at this quarantine in six months being able to look at it in a positive light of of how our church really stepped up and got to be there. Um, but the dream is obviously, I think for everyone on this podcast, the dream is that life goes back to normal a little bit and that that normal looks better than what we thought it would be. And just um, to feel the sense of community and to have human interaction, I, I miss my friends, things like that. But also for us in outreach, getting the opportunity to go back to the dreams and the things that we were doing in our community before this started. I mean, we had just launched Blessings in a Backpack and Unidos Partnerships, which I think are both so incredible. Of Blessings in a Backpack, we um, get to care for students at San Juan Elementary and we get to provide food for the weekends for families that might not have otherwise had access to food. And so with schools being shut down and, and with changes that have happened now, uh, that's that looks a bit different right now, but then when we get off quarantine, how we'll be able to continue to care for those families, but then also step up and hopefully take on more families and be able to just be a lighthouse in our community. Um, we have tutoring, we have elderly care, we have 
essentially if you're a young adult and you're looking to serve there's there's something on our menu that fits kind of maybe what you're looking for and just um whether it be local or global i mean i'm i miss our partners in mexico i think i i truly look forward to the day that we all get to go back and worship together um but we have we have so much going on it's such an amazing time to be a part of outreach because of where we've been placed in this pandemic but also where we were headed before and how we'll continue to do that after yeah yeah and i hope i mean i'm already seeing you guys already like have a fire and sort of the volunteers right now you know this is one of the only things that we get to do in this time is to serve it's either we sit at home and do nothing all day or we we get out of our comfort zone and go out and love people well and so it's been awesome to see the fire and all the volunteers that have signed up already um the fire that you guys have the the motivation that you guys have to serve right now is has been awesome to see and so I hope that this this motivation continues on even after this quarantine to continue to, you know, step out of our comfort zone, volunteer, love people well. Um, I'm I'm sure it's going to happen. God's doing some amazing things, and I think this is one of the areas that He is is really working in. Um, so it's it's been really cool to to see that, and I I can't wait to be a part of it as well. Um, so you know, you guys are doing incredible things both before and after quarantine. Um, the, I, I really love um, Blessings of Backpack. I thought that was a fantastic idea that you guys started that. Um, it's such a necessary area too. Um, you know, just having a, a place for, for kids to, you know, have, have food at home, have, be able to bring that back to their family. Um, I think that that was such an awesome idea and I hope other, other churches start to take that idea too and start to implement that into their local schools as well. Um, I think it's such a simple thing that they can do uh, and be able to serve their community well in that as well. So um, that's awesome. I appreciate yeah, it. A quick note of, about Blessings. It was, it was started because a volunteer, a member of our church came to me and said, hey, I have this idea. Um, I saw it when I was, they were living in, in Tennessee. Mm. And like, do you think we could start it? And, you know, this, this person um, with a ton of courage came and shared like, hey, I want to head it up. And because of it, it, it's really, it's continued to grow. Um, you know, we talked about empowerment. I think for a kid on the weekend who would normally be focused on their hunger now gets to be focused on projects and schoolwork and getting that stuff done um, is a beautiful picture of how the church could, could express the love of Jesus in, in our community. So, but it all started because a volunteer was like, I think God is speaking this to me. Could we run with it? And, and God opened some doors, which was awesome. Yeah, that's super awesome. That's awesome too. That to know that just uh, somebody out, you know, stepped out and said, "Hey, I've seen that this is happening elsewhere. I would love to implement it here, because it, yeah. it works so well here, there. So why not? Why not start it here? You know. And so that's really awesome that you even empowered that volunteer to say, you know what? Let's run with this. Let's see what happens. Let's see what God can do in this. That's really cool to be able to hear that. Um, so again, you know, young adults, if you guys have anything, you know, any any opportunity to serve right now is is more than welcome. Um, you guys are currently in this situation where you're stuck at home. You have nothing to do. Come volunteer, be a part of this. This is something that is amazing that is happening right now. Um, and we can, we can either choose to be down and out about this, or we can choose to love others well and serve. Um, and so I encourage you guys to step out of your comfort zone. Talk to Rob, talk to Micah about serving and see what that looks like for you. Um, is there anything else that um, we should know um, about how to serve or you know, other things that might be happening soon that they can be part of? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, for all of us individually, we have a sphere of influence that 
God has given us personally. And I think whether that's extended family or our friend circle or our neighbors, um, you know, each person listening right now is uniquely positioned to love those people. And so be creative in the way that you love them. It's sometimes just a call or a checkup goes a long way. Um, and then as far as some things that are coming up, we, we are working on a new partnership um, where we would on um, have food that would come in on a moving truck to our church. We would unload it all, sort it, and then it would get distributed to some under-resourced families in San Juan, probably about 240 boxes of food, which would be pretty significant. And so um, we're working on that partnership, but I know that in the next few weeks, every Thursday, we're going to need between 10 to 15 people that are willing to unload, sort, and, and then reload this food into the truck. Um, it's low risk as far as exposure goes because you aren't necessarily working directly with people that you're distributing to, but it's, there's, a, there's a big need for it. And so uh, be on the lookout. Young adults, this could be a perfect opportunity for you guys to rally together and serve. Yeah, that's awesome. So again, if you want to be a part of that, please talk to Rob, talk to Mike about that. Um, I'm sure they would, they would absolutely love you guys to come and volunteer during your time right now. And especially if you guys are just sitting around the house doing nothing, why not? You know, there's not much that can happen during this. So um, this is a perfect opportunity for you guys to come out and serve and be a part of that. So um, with that, I, I really appreciate you guys coming out today and taking some time out of your, your craziness just to um, be a part of this podcast and um, hear about what you guys are doing. You guys are doing, again, some really awesome things. And so um, we're excited to be a part of that. Um, I'm sure other young adults are going to start volunteering and, and stepping out of their comfort zone to continue to help you guys out, to continue to help out the community and, and love well. So um, again, I really appreciate you guys coming out. Um, with that though, uh, you guys, thank you so much for um, listening in. Um, this is episode five again. So um, if you guys haven't listened to the prior episodes, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on our, our YouTube page. Um, this is going to go live on all those things come uh, Wednesday night. So thank you guys again for being a part of this. And um, yeah, this has been awesome.